Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Climate 403 Degrees, but it's compiled by Sailor Chibi. Titled, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Take in My Orphaned Nephews and Niece? And does follow with updates and additional information as well. My sister, 33, and her husband, 36, passed away not too long ago, leaving behind their three children, 14 male, 12 male, and 8 female. We live in a pretty small town of under 2,000 people, and their deaths kind of shocked the community. Everyone is talking about it. Their memorials were up in the grocery store the day after they passed. Another thing is everyone is wondering what will happen to their kids. And the expectation seems to be that I will take them in. My circumstances. I am 23. I am single and have no kids of my own. I have no income and live off student loans while going to university in the next town over. Get in my bachelor's. I live in a mobile home in a trailer park. It's a 40-foot trailer but still only a one-bedroom. I own it, but I pay rent on the land it's on. My main reason for not taking them in is that I don't want to. I don't want kids of my own and I don't think I'm in a place to take care of them. I've been told that money has been put aside to help, so I wouldn't be keeping us all alive off of my loans, but it's only partly about the money. It's about not having the space they need, interrupting my studies to take care of them and suddenly becoming the caregiver of three humans all on my own. It's a big job that I don't feel I measure up to. I was posed the question by my parents. They're in a different country and can't help, and the kids want to stay here anyway. Friends of my sister's family all have children of their own, usually in batches of two to three themselves, and can't afford to take more on either. They say I should do it because I don't have kids already. It'd be good practice for my future children. It's my duty to my flesh and blood. I'm young, the kids need me, and don't have anywhere else to go. I told my parents they can crash on my living room furniture for a while until other arrangements are made for them, but I won't be able to take care of them permanently. My parents think I'm an arsehole for refusing. My sister and brother-in-law's friends think I'm an arsehole. Even some of my friends think I'm in the wrong. Word has started to spread around the town that I'm an arsehole. People have come up to me to tell me what they think of me for refusing to take in my nephews and niece. Worst, the kids think I'm an arsehole for abandoning them. I've been told horror stories about the foster care system and told that I'm giving them up to that, that they'll be separated, we'll lose them and never get them back, and I'm a monster for not doing it, that I'm selfish, they're ashamed of me. My mother told me that if I don't take them, they'll have nothing more to do with me because of how horrified they are. It seems harsh. Part of me feels like I don't deserve to be told these things just because I don't want to slash am not able to take care of these kids. The other part agrees with them. Have I been the asshole in this situation? 
Holy shit. Now, first, I've got to say I'm incredibly sorry for the loss and everything you're going through right now. That I can't imagine dealing with that. And then being told by your family, your parents, and the town that you're all these things because you can't take them in. I couldn't imagine at the age of 23 being told to take on that responsibility. I know their family. I know he probably loves them. But logically speaking, his living situation and taking in three children and dealing with their needs, wow, I just I just couldn't imagine it. And then being told by all these people around you that you're the asshole for not taking this on and they have nothing to do with you. This information being spread around the town and alienating you from everyone else. Holy shit. But we have some edits that say, I sat down and ran the numbers about my finances and this is what I could come up with for anyone interested. The amount of money left behind to help raise them is 25,000 Canadian dollars. And I think that's around 19K USD. I don't think it'd be possible to raise three kids to 18 on that amount, especially not because one of them will be 10 years away. I would need to supplement that with a job, definitely. But I am three years into my bachelor's and have accumulated quite a lot of debt that I would also need to pay off if I stopped going to school. As for my student loans, I will break down those finances. After my tuition is paid, I am left with about 4.8K for the time school is on and the break month in between semesters. My rent for this plot is 550. So of that 4.8K, 2.2K goes to rent every four months, leaving me with 2.6K to buy food, gas, insurance, etc. All told, I have 7.8K a year to purchase needs. I don't know if this matters, but the poverty line for families with two adults and two children is 30K Canadian dollars. Obviously, with one adult and three children, still four people, a 7.8K to work with is well below poverty. Because of all that and all of your guys' responses, I have tentatively figured I am not the asshole. My plan going forward will be to try and sit down with the kids, at least the oldest, and talk to him about my finances to hopefully show him that it's not because I don't care about him and his siblings that I don't take him, but because there is no chance they will have a good life with me as their guardian. I will also tell my parents about my finances. Hopefully, if they see the resources I have available, they will stop this crusade to get me to take them in and accept that they will need to step in if they want the kids to stay together. I feel like even if I try to take them, the government would just take them away anyway. Also, while I was out, someone keyed the shit out of my car, lol. So I think I will need to move if people don't calm down. Then in response to a comment saying the social services probably wouldn't let OP take the kids anyway and querying whether their parents attended the funeral. Their response was, I would hope that social services won't let me so I can have an excuse my family would see as valid. I think my parents told the kids that I don't want them and the kids told their friends and their friends told their parents and it got around that way, making everyone think the same thing my parents do. It's such a tight community here that everyone thinks they're okay to comment on other people's lives. They didn't come in person, no. My mother is in the vulnerable list for COVID infection and they have been self-isolating so they don't catch it. They attended via Skype. Then in response to a comment suggesting that OP's parents are putting too much emphasis on OP's location, and says, I agree with you. Thank you for your words. My parents live rather comfortably, but I am well below the poverty line. They should prefer to live with their grandparents than their trailer park uncle, just because the care they will receive will be better. Then in response to a comment asking if OP's parents are too old to raise their children, then says, they aren't really. They got an early retirement, so they're still relatively young. Late 40s for my mother, early 50s for my father. 
I think they are the best choice. I agree with you. They were here for a while but moved back to Russia for early retirement when they made enough money to do it. Thanks for your thoughts. In response to a comment asking why OP's sister and brother-in-law hadn't made arrangements for their kids in the event that they had died, he says, thank you. I don't want to agree entirely because I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I kind of have to. It is because they were underprepared for their inevitability that this is happening. If they had put a moment's thought into it, they would have realized the situation they were putting everyone, but especially their kids into. I appreciate your thoughts. Then in response to a comment suggesting that OP's parents could move to Canada to look after the kids. It does suck. Thank you for your words. I am a little sick of it. I really hate that they involved the kids in this and told them that I don't want or love them and I'm abandoning them to the foster care system. I feel like that was counterproductive. If they wanted me to take the kids, why did they turn the kids against me? Then the kids turned the town against me and I will have to move now. Someone keyed my car while I was at the store. Hostile. Who knows what's next for them? Even if my parents do get what they want, the kids will have to move with me so they don't get what they want. Total clusterfuck. I don't know if I even want to have anything to do with my parents anymore, even if it is to share custody. The whole thing has made me really sour. In response to a comment asking if OP has realized their finances might be in better shape than they realize with help from the government. Finances are a big part of it, I admit. They are the part that I feel least like an asshole about because I cannot deny hard numbers. But there is also a fact I'm going to school right now. I am three years into my bachelor's degree. I have plans after I get my bachelor's to get my master's and then possibly even doctorate. Though, I can probably get a job without it, so I may hold off. I would not really be able to go to school and support them, even with a payment from the government. They would be below the poverty line and I would need to quit my school and get a proper job. I'd be putting my future on hold and what happens when the kids are grown? I won't be able to just pick up my studies and continue as though no time has passed. I am also not ready for kids. Not the financial aspect, all the emotional aspect. I never wanted kids. And these kids are teens. Oldest is barely younger than I am. Raising one kid all of a sudden is big. Raising three all of a sudden is bigger. Especially when they're traumatized by their parents' death. I don't feel I'm up for that task. I feel like it's a monumental thing to ask of someone, but it's been asked and I'm not happy with it. I've had no time to prepare for the situation and no desire to be in the situation and I feel stupidly resentful. I'm still in mourning for my sister and I can't say I'm handling it well. I can't be a good parent to three kids who are in the same situation. It's shit all around. And now we're going to move on to that update to see what happened next. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Next. So, almost a month later, you probably will not be proud, as I am not proud either. But this is what has happened. I withdrew completely from all discussion of the kids unless I was reached out to by someone, usually my parents. Talking to them was pretty hopeless. Some of their favorite talking points were, one, you can put your school aside and pick up when they've moved out. It's only 10 years. Two, it doesn't matter that you don't want children. It's not your choice to make. Three, you're not a man if you don't help these kids. Four, it's your responsibility to the children and to your sister. 
five. The children will go to foster care and be split up, and that is your fault. Oh, God. They dodged all discussion of finances by saying that either my student loans will cover it, or I'll just have to get a real job and stop being a spoiled intellectual. In the sense that I belong to the intelligentsia. Apologies if I got that wrong. Not that I'm smart or anything. They definitely used it as an insult, or that my siblings put money aside for the kids. When I told them the money they put aside is only 25k Canadian or 19k USD, they told me that is the perfect amount for raising kids on. Eventually, I clued in that arguing with them is useless and started to only repeat one thing. You take them in then. No matter what they said, I countered it with, you take them in then. Sometimes adding on things like, it's selfish not to take them in. You take them in then. This is part of what I was least proud of as it was very immature of me. I'm sure they wanted to wear me down into accepting. Truthfully, it was you guys that gave me the idea, as well as told me to stand my ground, and for that, I am grateful. Finally, they raged out and told me I was disowned. Forget you are our son. Forget you are family. We refuse to have such a monster in the family. Forget how to speak our language because it's not your country anymore. We will cut you out of every picture that has you in it. You will know what it means to be rejected by your family like you have rejected those children, etc. Last I heard, there was plane tickets in the works to bring them to my parents. So I guess I'm off the hook with them, so to speak. Honestly, I'm done with the whole family, kids included. If they want to hate me over this, then I guess they hate me. Closer to home, things have been rough. I spent the time sorting out who I could still count on as friends. The town itself, I've completely written off. My car was a piece of shit anyway, so people kept keying it and it didn't matter. I ended up moving as I was definitely no longer welcome here. Ultimately, I don't feel like I won or I have a happy ending to share, even though things have ended and everything is resolved. So there is your update. I hope it is closure for those of you interested in how it ended up playing out. OP then responded to a comment that said this should be looked at as a win and then says, in some ways I agree. To an extent, I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. Not have to take the kids, but also not get disowned. However, I know this is not how the world works, and if I think about it, I'm sure I will agree this is the best case scenario. In response to a comment about asking about OP's citizen status and says, I'm a Canadian citizen, but the legals weren't yet in play. This was still the familial stage where people, my family, were trying to get me to be their carer outside of the courts, to make me willing to do it. Probably, if it had come to the courts themselves, I would have been rejected as their carer because of the situations of my home and income and all the rest but I did not let it come to that point. I fought from the first suggestion and said that it would be a bad idea for me to become their guardian. Then, in response to a comment asking why OP's parents didn't want to care for the kids and said, I think, and obviously this is not proof, that they did not want to break their retirement. They moved to Canada from Russia, got jobs and and worked and saved till solidly middle class, then moved back to Russia. What is middle class in Canada is a lot of money in Russia, so they had a really early retirement there. And I think that is why. And then in response to someone saying, OP was morally obligated to take the kids in and made the wrong choice. The reply was, I think that I made the right choice because I am only a 23-year-old single man who lives in a one-bedroom trailer. I'm now trying to grow up into an adult, but I need to get a degree before I can get an adult job. I make 7.3K Canadian spare a year. True growth does not matter if it means three kids are suffering just so I can be an adult. My parents, on the other hand, are much wealthier than me. They are still quite young for grandparents. There are two of them, which is better for managing three kids, and neither of them work, as both live off their very substantial savings. 
Morally, I think it would have been wrong for me to take them because there was no way they would have a good life with me. The only way they would not be in poverty would be to live with my parents, which has now happened or will very soon. And I'm just so angry at OP's parents in this situation. Everything they said to OP, you know, dragging him down, saying, you know, that amount of money that you got, was it 19K USD or whatever, is the perfect amount to raise three children. I mean, what the fuck? And it just felt to me, you know, the parents have gone back to Russia to live their own lives now. They've got their retirement money, which is, you know, enough money for them to for their retirement. So they don't want to ruin that good thing for themselves. And that's the way it felt to me. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh in any way, but they just don't want to add three children to the mix because obviously their retirement fund isn't going to cover that. So it almost sounded like they would do anything to make sure OP would take these children on regardless of their situation and saying that they disown him and all this sort of stuff. They can forget the language and all that bloody horrible people. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Vince who says, am I the asshole for having my 25 female uncle, 56 male, arrested? So I moved into an apartment I owned back in 2020. I keep to a very minimalistic lifestyle, so I don't actually own very much at all. But what I do own, I like it to be a good investment for the long run relevant for later. I ran into a plumbing issue that wasn't easy to fix, at least not for me who knows zero about plumbing. I called my uncle asking if he could help. He came over with my aunt to take a look at what was going on and I don't like her. There are quite a few reasons. She took my grandmother's ring despite it being willed to me. She pushes over people to get what she wants. She uses her mother's death as an excuse, always leaving out that her father and she were, according to those who knew them then, exceptionally cruel to the mother. My uncle used to be really great until she came along. Now he bends to her every whim. I digress. She comes and complains that it looks like I am dirt poor, that I have minimal furnishings and that it looks uptight. I say I'd rather make memories than have stuff and leave it there. Then she notices my silver box that I keep sterling flatware in. Now, this is just me. I spent a good year or so saving money to buy nice flatware. My reasoning was it will grow in value. I can pass it along to my children and it will or can last a long time. She starts asking me what's in it and I brush her off. She keeps on as she does and I say it's heirlooms. Not true, but still. She keeps on and on and I break saying it's flatware. She then asks me how many places settings and I say I can't remember. She goes on to say she has this small dinner party and can she borrow it and I say no. She pouts the rest of the time. They leave with my uncle saying he needs a few tools and specific parts to fix my plumbing and he will come back later. I thank him and say bye. We arrange for about a week later for him to come back with a key. I left in a lockbox since I would be working. I come home, look around, my damn silver box is missing and I know exactly who has it. I call the police, I give all the information and show them photos I took for insurance. Long story short, my box was in their dining room when they showed up and my uncle is arrested for theft. My aunt keeps calling me, screeching at me that I am horrible for this and going to hell for giving him a criminal record. I say he should have thought about that before she made him do that, not being able to take no for an answer. The silver itself is a rarer pattern and not easily replaceable. She threw my comment back in my face saying, I thought you wanted memories. It's just stuff. I hung up on her. Here's where I think I am the asshole. 
My uncle only did it because of my aunt in my opinion, so I'm effectively punishing someone who wouldn't have done it without the influence. Then I get mad all over again and I think, what a breach of trust it is and feel fine. Am I the arsehole? Edit for clarification regarding the ring. I'll just put my comment up here because it got buried. It went missing for quite a while. I don't actually know my aunt had taken it until I saw her wearing it at a family function years later. She tried to play it off that it was a different ring and I didn't have the money, time or willpower to deal with it at the time with school and everything. My mum was dealing with cancer, so I put it on the back burner. Also edit two, I didn't have them or try to retrieve it myself because of the ring. I didn't want it to go missing if I gave them the heads up. Thank you for all the reply so far. Absolutely not the asshole at all. And I know you feel bad for your uncle in this situation, but you know, he made the decision to do that in the end. He listened to aunt and went along with it. So this is totally on him, I'm afraid. So to me, you have nothing to feel guilty for. But Accomplished Twist 3 says, offer to drop charges for your grandmother's ring, which is rightfully yours and stolen also, or tack that charge on too. An OP reply saying, that's actually a great idea, thank you. Edit, I reply below, but it got buried. For clarity, this actually seems to be a bad idea because of extortion. I will be discussing any options I have for getting the ring back with the lawyer and also the police. It helps that the offer I've been dealing with is incredibly handsome and I am now also debating if it's seriously inappropriate to ask him out, lol. Wish me luck, Reddit. I'm an awkward nerd. Lumpy Lou says, not the asshole your uncle stole from you. Bottom line. Grandiose Banana says, not the asshole your uncle made the conscious decision to take the silver. He could have told his wife no, but he didn't. He took it from you and made the choice his own. Layla says, not the asshole, edited to add, your uncle committed theft and you rightfully got him arrested. I think, and I'm not a lawyer, that she might be charged with incitement of a crime though, so there's hope. Could you also get your grandma's ring back during this process, by the way? And I'm going to be straight up and say that there was some everyone sucks here and even a couple of you're the asshole comments as well, you know, saying that Opie jumped into it. They should have phoned first to ask for the silverware back, not just went to the police straight away because the uncle was doing some great things to help out, you know, coming around to fix the plumbing and then was going to get additional tools to help out. And some even saying, you know, that the relationship between uncle and niece is probably tainted now because of what's happened. And yeah, fair enough, it probably is. But I'm, this is a grown person. And I got to say, the thought of someone coming into my house, you know, and something that I got on the side, family member who's doing me a favor or not, and to come in and just help themselves to something that they know themselves would have been a contentious issue because of it being brought up before, and then taking it. To me, I think you've only got yourself to blame in the situation. But hey, everyone's got their own opinion on this, and I'm sure you will have too. And of course, I'd love to hear it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel, your love, support, time, everything you do is absolutely amazing. And I got to mention again, because I always forget to mention it, and I've had questions just recently that we have got a podcast. If you prefer to listen to these on different format, it's on various podcast formats that there's a whole bunch of them it's on. So feel free to look out for them. I think it's called Mark Narrations, The Waffle Cast. <laughs> Search it up or it'll be in the description down below. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you, your cheeky so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my 
face Don't mind, clothes on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a damn